All right, welcome to part two of Marvel's Phase 4 lineup here with Ryan and Nick of Brothers Scream. And so we were talking about Shang-Chi and just generally I'm super excited. It's got Mandarin, it's got martial art action, and uh, I, I think it's another good, real good shot at, uh, at kind of just really exploring the weird martial arts side, but fun martial arts side of Marvel, um, and I really hope it does well. Again, I loved Iron Fist. It was it perfect? No. Was it great? No. It was good, and I love the potential of what it could be. So I think, in my mind, saying Chi by combining it with Mandarin, you're really going to get a really cool experience, and I'm, I just can't wait. And a Canadian actor, what up? <laughs> yep, that is so true. Mm-hmm. So next on our docket, we have One Division. So One Division's coming out before Doctor Strange. Oh. Before, before one of our faves, one of our, one of the brother scrim faves. Oh yes, uh, huge. I know that heroes. not everyone loves it, but we certainly do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Love strange. Um. Yeah. Wandavision. I mean, like it's so. I I'm curious to hear this this theory you have on how it all connects because we talked about that in the first part. But we didn't talk. <laughs> but we didn't we didn't talk about what it is. So I'm curious to how you how you think this is all gonna connect together. Um, but uh, uh, of, the, of the movie, the TV shows to the movies, the villain choices. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, I, uh, well, with one division, I have no idea, but, <laughs> but uh, we'll get to, we'll actually get to that. But if uh, we were talking about Secret Wars, is a possibility. Um, yeah. I think if they do like major, really cool villains, when you do Secret Wars, you know, you have the two sides of the coin where they take. Uh, in the original Secret Wars, you know, they take, you know, a bunch of Marvel heroes and then they take yeah. a bunch of Marvel villains and they all put them together and right. they battle it out on the battle planet. I love it. How cool I, is that? I, I mean, wouldn't I, that be sweet? I, I mean, I don't know how everyone would dig it, but you can do some <sighs> awesome stuff. <laughs> I like, well, here's the thing, man. Like, if you're going to. If you're gonna do, if if you're gonna try to top Endgame, which is that's why I think we're not seeing an Avengers movie for. A- I don't think we, yeah, which I don't think they should do, but I I know it's still a possibility that it could happen. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they should do it, but I I don't think they're gonna do it because like you, the only way to top it is definitely gonna be like Secret Wars or like Galactus or something like that. But like, but man, you gotta build, you gotta start because like. Like that's the thing though, and that's what's the beauty of Spider Man, Spider Man, yeah. um, Spider Man Far From Home, is that like it feels like it's done. Like, you yeah, know I mean? it, like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean it feels like it's over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that yeah, that was part of it for me too, and um, it does feel like it's done, and I think it this this phase that we were just talking about before, uh, it, it's a fresh start. You know, they could yeah. do something different, hopefully, um, mm-hmm. do something different and, you know, and enjoy it. Take it in um, Marvel Universe and have fun, try new things, experiment. I think yeah. uh, try something different. I think that would be really cool. Um, here's maybe WandaVision here is something different by taking yeah. some of the characters we've already gotten to know. I don't know anything about this movie. I mean, not, I mean, this TV show, I don't know what other than i can see on wikipedia right here but 
Um, looks like the Monaco Rambo is gonna be in it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think the I think the villain the villain in this is gonna be relationships um, <laughs> because it's it's Wanda and Vision. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I there's not much to say here. I mean, I think because like one of the interesting things in the Civil War run. Uh, when I read the comics, was that like Vision and Vision and Wanda like are like, a real married couple? Like they they get pretty far into it. Yes. And then something happens with Scarlet Witch, and it really causes a rift. And Vision like gets super teed about it, and uh, he like she's just like trying to mend it together, and he just won't let it happen. So I don't. I have no idea where they're where yeah, they're going with uh, this. They also had a um. Uh, a miniseries I actually read from the 70s or 80s, I think it was, and the, with the two of them, and exploring their relationship and stuff too, and the weirdness that comes with that. I think yeah. somehow they had a kid, and then that kid sort of um, <laughs> was like sold to Mephisto or something. Like I can't what? remember, or some oh sort of demon God. or something. Obviously, I don't know if they'll if they'll do that but then if this ties into dr strange which i'm stoked for oh um, yeah can i think mephisto would be really cool if they brought him in well they they did say that they did say that uh, and i was going to use it to transition dr strange but you beat me to the punch um uh, but like one yeah wanda apparently wanda is going to help dr strange as she as she explores the multiverse, the multiverse. yeah so if i had to guess wanda it, my understanding is this takes place before vision dies and then while vision is dead so okay um that's or, my understanding what about an I alternate timeline which we always wanted to see yeah i i think that's that's definitely a possibility and uh but i think like either way we're gonna see wanda uh help dr strange in this multiverse experience and that's what's gonna be really cool which leads us into dr strange and dr strange is going to be the first Marvel's first horror movie. Yeah, which I'm stoked for. I think and it's and it takes place with the multiverse. So in my mind, in my mind here, Doctor Strange is really going to be the center of the the phase story um and where it's gonna go in terms of what we can look forward to as the story builds. Traversing the multiverse is not gonna be easy. No. And um there's definitely probably some interesting villains that will be explored in it. I think, yeah, that's why I think this is really going to be the Rosetta Stone for the the next th- uh, three phases is Doctor Strange's movie, um, because I think that you if you if you really pay attention to Endgame, you can see that they they though they repl- they fixed the damage, um, they they still didn't follow exactly what they've done because Loki escapes in that one reality. Yes, and not- exactly. Yep. Yeah, not only does Loki escape, um they so also they have... didn't they didn't fix the timeline where that now that they're that they're like um like the ancient one said mm-hmm. that it should be a linear thing, but if they take those they split the timeline into uh, different timelines because they haven't quite put them all back this the stones. So right. there's a possibility of different timelines. And talking about talk about you know um, uh, a character that's really kind of grown on me, um, and and talk about like you know 
gender bending characters. Deadly. Um, yeah, yeah. I love the one, I love Tilda Swinton and I loved yeah. her her version of the ancient one. I thought it was well, really cool. And one of the most probably one controversial of the best, um, choice, very controversial, but I think yes. you know now that we can all it's over and done with, we can live with it, and I I think it was great. Yeah, but I wanted to point out with with uh, Tilda being being the ancient one is one of my favorite comic book stories of all time is uh, Doctor Strange Triumph and Torment, um, which with Doctor Doom and it's um, never it's a lot of one, doctors. It's a lot of doctor. It's it's, it's, it's a lot it's of a PhD. <laughs> yeah no but but my point is my point is in that comic uh the ancient ones like hanging out in the mountain and uh and i can't remember how it's initiated but someone claims that oh he's they say like oh he's meditating or something and the ancient one replies oh i'm not i it's i'm not as simple as like you know being a man or a woman kind of thing i am a, like he, he basically points out that he's like a god or something like that but um but the point is, the point is I'm making is that ancient one never saw himself as a as a, as a gender, and I think by picking Tilda's look, ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a hard it was a hard to walk through, but yeah, I, I, uh, uh, but <laughs> but her portrayal her portrayal is really good, and, and oh yeah, and I, I love it. Yeah, it's it's a really cool approach to a uh, really fan. interesting character. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, and and one thing I like about. Yeah, like what uh, what Ancient was saying was, yeah, the, the timeline splitting off into thing. And I think, and if Doctor Strange is supposed to represent the best of um, the the sorcerer group there, I, I don't even know what the faction's called. I don't know if the faction has a name. But uh, maybe they don't believe in labels. Who knows? Uh, but the point is that, that you know, Doctor Strange now is going to be on a path of rebuild, repairing or saving because I mean, if Captain Marvel's got so many problems that you know have to be taken care of outside of Earth, I'm sure Doctor Strange now has a multiverse of madness to deal with. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to get there, but it's going to be it's going to be brutal. I guess because he has the time stone. So mm-hmm. that would yeah, be- and I. But I think the interesting thing here is is that. Um, they say the villain is going to be Nightmare, but it's not confirmed. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah. Not confirmed. Yeah, yet. I would. I would love Nightmare. I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah, he's a classic villain. one. He's a classic yeah. villain. That's for sure. He's in there. Classic mm-hmm. Ditko villain. I think. Well, I think Strange needs needs a solid, solid kind of Doctor Doomish villain. Like every every hero needs a, a very. Because Marvel, yeah. I think they they haven't quite nailed a lot of the villains yet, and I think like we have yeah, Mandarin. other than you know um, Loki and maybe Thanos. Yeah, yeah, I uh, agree. Zemo too. Yeah, Zemo's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, definitely. Um, I liked Ultron. Ultron was good. Uh, I liked I liked Zola, but he had such a short. Run. Yeah, he had a short. A Red Skull's great. Red Skull was amazing. I yeah. hope they bring him he's back. He's a little hammy. I guess people's criticism with that one is he's a little like hammy, hammy. Yeah, I guess. yeah. But like again, they just didn't give the the villains enough room to breathe. Like you said, like kind of yeah. kill them off pretty quickly. Yeah, they do. Uh, but, yeah. But uh, but Zemo definitely is 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 pretty high up there. Um, and also Loki is probably the biggest one up there as well so i really think nightmare should take a solid shot now they do have actually i didn't even say him yet um mordo was a great great oh right that's one we know he's coming back yeah Mm. i love tweedle el forte 
Yeah, if I hope I pronounced his name right, but yeah. his portrayal in that too was good. Good. And and you know you talk about it's interesting actually because actually yeah, I think God, you're right. Yeah, We're gonna thinking that guy's gotta what? be in it. Mordo's gotta be in it. Yeah, more. That's what I, I was just about to get into. That I think that because like the whole first movie was about he's like the the bill always comes due when you mess with like the flow of time, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think we're actually going to see that. a solid shot at Mordo here this time around. Maybe he'll make a pact with Dormammu this time. Yeah, mate. Who knows, man? Who knows? It, it, I'm really curious to see that now. I'm actually really stoked for Doctor. But oh, I still man. think, dude, I, unbelievably stoked for it. Okay. I'm a huge Doctor Strange fan. I love Doctor yeah. Strange. Can't oh, wait. Yeah. I think that's going to be really good. Yeah, and uh, and so I'm I'm really stoked for Doctor Strange, and I think and that we all this... know that Scott Derrickson can do it. Too, that's yeah. another thing with oh, this yeah. movie. Um, with with these two movies that we're going to talk about, we know both these directors. We know they've already done it, so we yep. know they can do something different now that they have another shot at it. They can. They can do a little. They have a little bit more. I would imagine they have a little bit more creative freedom the second time around because first time it's like, hey, can you do this? And then they did it, and people loved it. So now do they can continue with ideas that they want to to explore with these characters. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think that. But like I said, I think our universe building movie, like in terms of the, the next universe story. Yeah, we'll is probably have a good be- idea what's going on by then, right? Yeah, by Doctor Strange for sure. Um, and then and then you got Loki. Um, this is probably just going to be a wonderful sitcom in the day in the life of Loki. <laughs> in what I would consider the Seinfeld approach of Loki's life. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, I no, would watch that. that. <laughs> and, this is, and this is why, guys. This is why, you know, let's start the trend now. The curve your enthusiasm why, is... with Loki kind of thing. <laughs> That would yeah. be so funny. I would love that. Like it would be so good. <laughs> I think this is why. This is why, guys. I'm telling you, we we should be directors. Because, yeah, I, I'll you know, I, I sign us up if this is your vision for the Loki project. I, I am on board. I am on board. I, we all we all know we all know brothers are like the best directors. The brothers yeah, from exactly. Stranger Things, the yep. Russo brothers, right? Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. But yeah, I, uh, Loki. I'm literally going on nothing but like in Endgame. You saw him use the space stone and he escaped. So I'm curious to see yeah. what this means yeah. for Loki. I would love it if it, like every episode it ended like a lot like Larry David in the Career Enthusiasm, where <laughs> it just ends up in like something just terrible happening to him, constantly yeah. <laughs> recycling. He has to do it again. Oh no. Yeah. Play the well, I think I think what we're seeing, what we're going to see with Loki in terms of his growth and character here is that he thinks he's a ruler. So in this whole multiverse of madness, if you will, um, I'm going to play on that theme through the rest of any yeah, podcast. It, if he's a part of that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he will be because I think he's going to look for a, 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 a verse, a, an alternate universe where he actually is a ruler and what that looks like. Oh, that would be brilliant. I would love, I love this stuff. I love it when they do that stuff in the comics. I, I love, I love it. I just think that alternate realities can be really fun to explore. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Which that's, they're and going that's to why... do too with the, the what if series. Oh, you're reading my mind. That's what I was going to say. Oh, my God. I can't wait yeah. for this. I read that it's going to be an animated series, 
which yes, I was like, is. oh, that's really cool. And um, a Watu the Watcher's in it. Does that mean we're going to get a Watu the Watcher in MCU? Oh, hell yeah. I, I hope we're so. We're totally going to get Well, I love the actor who plays... Me too. Uh, Huge fan. Watu. Uh, he, he's in, um, he's in uh, Westworld. Westworld, yeah. He plays a very interesting character, oh, Bernard, yeah. who who, Bernard. who basically builds the soul of the robots and he uses philosophy and all this stuff. It's a brilliant character. And he's a robot um, too. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, Sorry. Geez, you gotta say it first, man. God damn. Um, well, if you have he's, he's not. If you haven't seen it. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Definitely Rick recommend westworld it's a the second the second season's a bit of a drag but it's it's still worth the investment for sure um but the cool thing about what if is definitely exploring like the yeah i love the what What if If comics i love them they're so good like i I would love to have an anthology of those it'd be so cool the especially Mm -hmm. earlier ones uh yeah oh my god there's a there's a beautiful foster was thor yeah. Hey, well, I wonder if they'll do that in a movie, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> oh man, you are killing. You are just slaying transition today. But but we can't get to there first. But let's let's yeah, stay with hey, one. Take your you can take your time here. It's okay. Yeah. No, no, no. But um, but yeah, because like the what if? Because like here's why I think Secret Wars is gonna be kind of the overarching theme here is because you have a lot of multiverse options going in stories here, like the Eternals, uh, WandaVision. You can really explore like Loki. You can really explore like the different multiverses, and this is why I think Doctor Strange is the center of all of it because uh, Doctor Strange is gonna realize there's a very critical problem here. But like he may even question because he didn't like Iron Man to begin with, like in in the uh, Infinity War movie. Oh, um, I love that! Yeah, that scene is yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, and his approach to being a hero, so it may lead to Doctor Strange questioning heroism overall, and like, mm-hmm. like what, like good versus evil, like why, like overall, he's gonna understand there's a there is a bigger battle at hand here, which is like there's we a- have to. Yeah, there's a lot of potential for fun, having fun with that too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I and I think that and I think that, you know, and again, this is I think this is the different perspectives you guys are going to see on Brother Scrim because like my brother Nick here um definitely is like the classic art and like the mm-hmm. the really the foundational building blocks of Marvel where yeah. I look at I definitely uh, love to look at the different media representation versions of of storytelling and Yeah, like, like the, the cartoons, cartoons and the yeah, and movies. the trading cards and toys and movies <laughs> sure, and what yeah. have you. Video just, games. You take your, Video you take games. your the games too. Yeah, uh, you take your pick. I can uh, I can talk to you guys about it. But I think I think the if you look at the Secret War story in um, in uh, Spider Man the animated series with the Beyonder. Yeah, and he talks about the yeah. battle of good and evil, and he's trying. He just I love I love that line though because like that whole sequence is really really awesome because he's like. He's uh, he's like, oh, I'm gonna take these people, what you consider are bad, and I'm gonna put them on this planet. And fast forward a few years, and he's like, look at this place; it's destroyed. And you know what I've learned is, you know, people that are bad are going to destroy things. And Spider-Man's like, you had to destroy a peaceful planet to prove that evil is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, for uh, <laughs> for some some being, you know, you're a few stars short of a galaxy. Like, oh man, it's so good. But I think oh, that's yeah. what we're going to see. We're going to see Doctor Strange literally look at because if he masters time and space, then really it it he, I think he's going to explore 
you know, the, the soul and the mind, right? Like that's, that just seems like the logical next step of understanding the, the cinematic universe, if you will, overall. And I think that's going to be like the really neat way of approaching this movie and especially in a horror fashion. And then what if is kind of a neat little, you know, look at what if Peggy Carter got the, you know, but I'm curious to see, you know, like what if cap, had the gauntlet like you know like stuff like that like that i think what if is going to be really cool and the fact that it's animated series yeah that- wanna, animated series too stoked um i i love mm-hmm. animation and i would be interested to see what the style of animation is going to be like yeah oh yeah um and and so and then you kind of get into and the other interesting era you know you're getting with the iron man the stark era of what happened stark's legacy in the mcu is you're getting the next next gen heroes. So like so for us with so for us what we're seeing now is like you're seeing which I personally love, which is you're seeing Spider-Man kind of representing the next gen heroes. And I think that, you know, Hawkeye is we're obviously going to be introduced to the Cape Bishop Hawkeye, which mm-hmm. is the next iteration there. And you're yeah. also gonna uh, going back to Black Widow too. I think that's maybe mm-hmm. a possibility that Yelena will be the new Black Widow. Oh, I didn't even think of that. So yeah, I think we're just gonna a little, see just a little one for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love it. I but I think that's what we're gonna see. I think that we're gonna see because you have Falcon and Winter Soldier. If I they're think they're going is... to you know do a new Avengers kind of thing. Yeah, and I think you will because I think Falcon Winter Soldier is going to be like them understanding like they're they're part of Cap's legacy in terms of how we build the next group of heroes. And Black Widow, you're gonna see like the next Black Widow, you're gonna see the next Hawkeye, Spider Man is gonna be there, and then Doc Strange. And Doctor Strange is gonna be kind of the point where it's like, you know, um Doctor Strange is gonna be that that focal point where it's, you know, what is good, what is evil, and the, and and that question of morality, uh, or the at least the exploration of morality, and then so yeah, we're gonna get Capish Hawkeye. Now I don't know a lot about Hawkeye. I know you've read a few Hawkeye. Comics. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Love Hawkeye. Big fan. So do you have any do you have any ideas of what the villain could be for the next uh, the little Hawkeye series there? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I don't. Fair. I don't have any clue. Yeah, no. Well, again, I, and it's, I think Hawkeye, though he had probably the, the amount of screen time overall with all the characters, the Russos fixed him so quickly. Like, yeah, Civil War, I was kind of ups- I was one of those people. I was upset that he had a family, I guess, in a weird way. Um, mm-hmm. um, that's not really what I traditionally I thought the character would have. But I realized they're going with kind of the Disney approach to him the character the ultimate you know the ultimate he kind of had a family and then but they gave him the disney treatment for it where it's like he's on a farm you know and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. it's like he's it's it's like this kind of classic american backdrop kind of thing um which is fine i didn't love it when i remember that was kind of the scene i didn't like uh in in age of ultron when they go to the farm i was like what are we doing here um, it's just really weird. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, I'm sure all the heroes felt that Nick as they arrived at the. Concert. Yeah, yeah, I know that was part of it. Except that wood chopping scene, I really like that one. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, but the whole family thing, and he's just like, um, you know, this is my last one. Like, 
Renner. But then when he loses his family, and in, in Civil War too, like uh, I like, mm-hmm. I love, you get the sarcasm back and all that, and um, even though he had great sarcasm in Ultron, I'm 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 not like super excited for this series. I am a Hawkeye fan, but um, I'll be interested <laughs> to see what they do for sure. Yeah, no, same. I mean, like the Russos really fixed Hawkeye in terms of making him really question everything they do. They didn't take it far enough because, like, if you look at Hawkeye in any, like, my favorite iteration of him is definitely in Earth, Earth, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which is a cartoon you'll hear me refer to a lot. But he, he really is like a sarcastic, you know, uh, guy who questions everything. But he'll do, he'll do, in the end, he'll do what he needs to do. But he's always constantly challenging the the mentality and i think uh i'm curious to see you know because hawkeye's relationship with wanda i think what what we're going to see is hawkeye is eventually going to find someone who you know tries to become a vigilante because every everyone in the world now is just kind of taking their matters into their own hands kind of thing you know we're seeing a lot more superheroes so you might find a girl who's like pretty much uses a bow and like takes out people bishop's a really cool character too um so i think Mm -hmm. they do her right she'd be pretty good yeah, so I'm I'm kind of curious what they're going to do with uh, with yeah the the Kate Bishop Hawkeye, um, and like her look, I think the look is going to be pretty cool. Um, so so yeah, I mean, I think I think we're finally going to get like the justice for Hawkeye. I think in the miniseries, so uh, she is a member of the young the young or the new Avengers team. So I think we are going to get like a new. Uh, new kind of young new Avengers kind of thing. Um, again, yeah. In terms of her villains, though, nothing really stands out. So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. So <laughs> that's um, yeah. That's uh, that's Hawkeye there for you. But then we get into now. Thor holds a special place in my heart because he had a rough. He had a rough uh, first two movies. And um, we're and huge then, fans of Thor. Yeah. Yeah, we're huge fans of Thor here yeah. in Brothers Grimm. And uh and we had a brocation that was conveniently timed around Ragnarok and yeah, uh Ragnarok we saw it in was Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw it in Disneyland and man, what a cool what a movie. We loved so it. Good. We I mean, I think obviously the best one of the series. Mm-hmm. Um I think it I think what's great about it is that it it gets to the core visually of kind of what Thor is from the comics. Um, the visual aesthetics uh, work really well. And they had a lot more fun with it. It's sort of the space Viking kind of thing, and it reminded me very much of Kirby's art, but still it had its own flair to it as well. Yeah, oh, this absolutely. Is it, and I love Taika Waititi's um, uh, humor and style, so um, it'll be interesting to see what he does with this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, now you read you've read the comic they're referring to, haven't you? Oh yeah, love it. So, so the now, if I'm not mistaken, this is the one with the God Butcher, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, uh, the so God I- of Thunder, which is really good. Um, it's one of the best modern Marvel comics you can read. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm very excited for this one. And I, I, I find it very interesting that they're doing a Thor film. Now, here's what's interesting about is is the last we saw thor spoilers by the way 
wait a few seconds. If you haven't seen Endgame, go see Endgame because it's the <laughs> Marvel's best movie ever. And if you're listening to the podcast, I assume you've seen the movie at this point. Um, but uh, yeah, um, he leaves with the Guardians. So so, and what blows my mind is is that there's no movie here that shows what his adventures were like in guardians so uh so either either there's going to be a transition with thor being with the guardians and thor love and thunder um and then somehow he gets back to earth or i don't know there's kind of a weird thing going on i'm not sure um like um what you know what was originally supposed to take take place first if guardians 3 was supposed to take first before this one or anything mm-hmm. like that i'm not sure so um i don't really know and um but i mean they they there is a lot known on this story what they want to try to do um valkyrie yeah. is the new king of asgard and she's yep. looking for a queen so mm-hmm. that will be interesting, and um, we know too that it's going to play. I guess I think it's uh, a bisexual character. Um, yeah. So which Valkyrie I guess is in the comics. Um, so it'll be interesting, and the um, Jane Foster will also wield Millionaire, mm-hmm. which I think I will think... be really interesting. Um, I loved it mm-hmm. in the comics. I loved it when they switched it over to um, Jason Aaron's run when Jane Foster becomes Thor. Spoiler alert if you read those comics. Mm-hmm. I, I always say it after. Ugh. But how? Okay, but, but okay, but no, you like, okay, so for people who are listening, they may, not, may or may not know the comic, but I think it's a good point to point out how does she become Thor? Mm. But. How does how does it go? Well, from it takes Thor? A, there's there's a whole comic series that that they don't know she's Thor for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, she has cancer. Um, it's it's really well done. It's an amazing comic. Uh, one of the best, I would say, um, modern Marvel comics that actually references the old comics very well, very oh, well, okay. even art style. Um, I loved it. I thought it was so good. Um, and uh, she she ends up I, I I haven't I've been a year since I read it but I think uh, somehow she gets the hammer and um, it allows her to you know be super but then when she comes back to her normal self she's dying of cancer so it's kind oh, of interesting wow. it's a really well done um, an exploration and Thor is constantly challenged that he's not worthy anymore. So that's a kind of cool thing, and he's very sad most of the time. So, mm. um, Which is fitting because there's certain elements of the cinematic universe that could line up with what's happening here. Because you look at um, you look at Jane Foster in Dark World, she had the ether, which mm-hmm. no human could embody. So maybe right. that that part of the story could happen. Thor uh, had the wonderful story arc in Endgame of of Fat Thor. Definitely, uh, I loved it. Um, and he questioned his worthiness. And even in in Endgame, you see him have that moment. And again, if you haven't seen it, guys, I'm I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you have. So, uh, but Thor uh, goes back to goes back to Asgard and he tries to call for his hammer. And then he's like, "Oh, I'm so worthy." So clearly, he's still struggling with his and and imagine. You know, in the heat of that that battle of Thanos, um, 
Thanos, uh, the an end game, the battle with Thanos, um, he sees Cap being able to hold the hammer and he's like, I knew it, he's worthy. But when you get time to think back to moments like that, you might start questioning like if Cap's worthy, am I really worthy? You know what I mean? Like so I think there's yeah, there's still elements in the MCU that could still follow or line up with that story. It's very possible. Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see the art style of this movie and um, where they're going to go, um, what kind of tone he'll take with it. Obviously, it'll be funny. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he's going to just stoked think... for more Thor, really. Yeah, I just and especially this tone of Thor, uh, I think will be really good. Um, so. Yeah, I can't. I can't really think of anything else to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think with Thor: Love and Thunder, I mean, I am I'm a fan of Taika. Now he's getting a lot of flack right now because he's not really. A lot of fans are like, "Oh, why are you doing Lady Thor? You know, this isn't." Oh work, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. Um, and he's just really and he's just like kind of giving yeah. like I don't care kind of attitude. Like, well, you know, I mean, but, you know, it's done, it's already been done in the comics, so it's not anything new. Yeah, no, but like not I think I think the problem is is they're they're worried because like Jane like uh Natalie Portman and Jane Foster's character in MCU didn't really work out. So why try no, to fix it kind of thing? Definitely. But yeah. but you yeah. know, they didn't abandon Thor. They worked hard to get him into no. a comfort yeah. zone to make him work. So I think I think Taika is really going to give a Jane Foster a good chance to to really yeah. redeem herself. Like it's still a Marvel movie. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't think they'll abandon their fans um, mm-hmm. ever, and I think they're trying to do something different at the same time and, and please a lot of people, which is dangerous sometimes. It could be yeah. hard to do. It could be just tough to do. I don't. Danger is not the word, um, but it could be. It could be a challenge to do because you don't want to alienate everyone. No, uh, all the no. fans. So I, I think you know, given the right hands, it can be done very well and very tastefully. Um, so, you know, we honestly, we just had to wait and see a lot of this oh, stuff yeah. is like, we got to mm-hmm. see how it plays out because this is different. This is not exactly what the, what we, we envisioned the phase to be. And I mm-hmm. like being surprised. And I think that's always something I get from these Marvel movies. I always go in and I'm like thinking, Oh, they're going to do this. Or we talk about it a lot and we have these, um, pre notions of what's going to happen. Sometimes I'm really surprised some i'm always surprised i think sorry i'm always surprised but um but sometimes it's not a good surprise so for example um captain marvel i wasn't you know i i I went there and um um i didn't say i don't think i had high expectations but um some of the things they did i was surprised but i wasn't i didn't love it like iron man 3 is another one where we went and yeah the surprise didn't exactly pay off for us yeah but then i'll go to one like um civil war and i I, and i really loved that one you know and with their different interpretation of classic characters like zemo um i liked it thought it was cool yeah i mean yeah no exactly and i think i think the way they the way they do villains or the way they do the cinematic universe that they definitely I like. subvert your expectations actually a lot of yeah time. but it's it's how they do it right and and i'll I'll explain how they do it that in my in my experience so far 
with these movies is what I like what they've done is of course like for example Valkyrie. Everyone's like, oh Valkyrie. I like Valkyrie a lot, yeah. Yeah, Valkyrie's a blonde haired girl. Mm -hmm. She's white. This is you know, this is totally not proper adaptation of the comics. But what they do is they nod when, to it. They give a nod to it. They nod to it. Yeah. yeah they they, in they, Ragnarok, they pay respect to it in a str in a mm -hmm. weird way. Yeah. Yeah, because in Ragnarok, you get that scene, that beautiful scene with Hela, and then you see the old Valkyrie, you know, push the new one out of the way, and she ends up getting killed. So clearly, they establish that look, this is not the comic books. Like, this, this is, is yeah, not, this is not your daddy's uh, yeah. Marvel universe. Exactly. This is not your parents' universe. This is a new one. <laughs> this We're is going, new. but we still, yeah. they still nod to it. And they do a great job of nodding to it. I think yeah. why I love these movies, too, and why, why I think probably we do, is we grew up in a time where they were making the X-Men movies and Fantastic Four movies and Daredevil. Mm -hmm. And these yeah. movies didn't feel like Marvel sometimes. They didn't feel like it. Yeah. You know, and that's often what I... um. I, 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 when I look back, it's like Marvel movies were bad for a while. You know, maybe the first two X-Men are okay. But, um, mm. you know, like, um, so now that we have this that respects the comics and honor the comics in a great way, and they always do, sometimes yeah. they make decisions that I don't, I would, I would wish they didn't do. But yeah. in the end, the good outweighs the bad. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, and, and again, there's so many examples of this that they did. Like, they did um, Hydro Man in, in uh, uh, Spider-Man. Exactly, Home. yeah, Hydro Man. And, yeah. and, you know, he ended up just being a hologram, but he, uh, and again, spoilers, guys. Woo. <laughs> but uh, but in, in the movie, what they do is perfect. Like, uh, they, they do um, Flash talking about, oh, yeah, he's apparently a sailor that fell in an experimental thing and became Hydro Man. And they're like, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Great passing the torch in the first Spider-Man Homecoming was Shocker. They they identify that the dude is Shocker. They kill him and then and then move him on to the next Shocker. Right? I love that. That was yeah. so. I love the way they treated Spider-Man villains in the first one. I just thought I wanted to watch that again recently because I was just like, mm -hmm. it was. I I, I like that one a little bit better maybe I think than Far From Home, but. Um, just because of the way it was done, like the way they did the the villains. Although I love Mysterio in the new one, so I don't mm. know. We'll see when I when I watch them all again. Uh, see how I feel. Because yeah. like new stuff, you gotta process it. You know, you gotta give it time and see yeah. like, oh, is that good? Or like, you know, I I wanna, I end up doing that, you know, a lot. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe we should continue going forward with the with the the future after after Ooh. these are our confirm confirm movies here these are yes. we've finished this part this is the stuff coming so yep. a surprise announcement they did was blade oh, so, so crazy cool blade like nobody, what nobody nobody <laughs> nobody could have predicted that i'm sorry nobody. i know you guys are out there already being like no 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 they, i predicted it and it's like no you nobody could have guessed this one. Like that was the coolest move. Yeah, I thought Legit. it was. I was, I was like when I um you were I was I was going to see a movie. I think I was going to see Lion King or something. So I couldn't watch it live. So I, or I couldn't see be on the internet. So I got you to text me all the stuff. And I remember yep. you got to this part. I was like Blade. I was like what? And then I was kind of at first kind of shocked. And then 
because I already been shocked by the rest of the phase stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh my God, that would be amazing. And I love Mahershala Ali. Oh my God, what an actor. You might remember him from the Luke Cage series, which I think oh, will be reconned now. Uh, yep. And uh, he played Cornell Cottonmouth Stokes. And um, he was, I think, one of the best parts of the first couple episodes. He was so good as a villain. He was just amazing. He's an incredible actor. I love his work. If you watch True Detective 3, you will fall in love with him. I know you haven't seen mm-hmm. it yet. And um, if you want to see some acting, Ryan, watch watch him in that. And he actually does some Marvel references in True Detective 3. His oh, character loves that. Silver Surfer. I thought I was like, oh, he'd be a cool silver surfer, but um, I heard a rumor that he he wanted to be Blade and approached Disney Marvel and said, hey, I want to be Blade, and they were like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, that actually, yeah, is that true? Yeah, that actually happened. He he didn't approach Disney Marvel. He approached Kevin Feige. Wow, he he said, said, I want to be Blade. Blade. Yeah. And I think that would be really cool. Now, this is something that I think they could do really something interesting with this. This character, I was thinking about this. Because Shang-Chi, and I think about Shang-Chi and all the 70s stuff, mm-hmm. could Blade, in a way, introduce kind of like the horror comics of Marvel. And maybe that's Ooh. something they could also bring in through Doctor Strange. Like yeah. they, had a, they had a thing in the 70s where they had like the Tomb of Dracula... Uh, Morbius the Living Vampire, um, yeah, Son of Satan, <laughs> like some really weird characters, Man Thing. <laughs> yeah. It's Can not we... happening, bro. You're not gonna get your Man Thing. <laughs> You've been carrying. Like, Damn so you it! Guys need to know this I worked so hard that... to get to this point. <laughs> yeah, you guys need to know this podcast that my brother has been carrying a torch to have Man Thing be an actual character in the cinematic universe. And he was close. He was. Close I was so close a few shield. times. They Agents did reference it. They referenced the Man Thing, and that's it. That's all they did. That's all they did. That's all he got. And now he has a chance. And he's I also putting got, logic together. I also got Howard the Duck in there too. So I was. I, I, it's. <laughs> I feel like they're that's when they they blew my mind was that year. I was like, they're on to it. They're on the same wavelength that I am, which is never good <laughs> for mental health, by the way. <laughs> um, so I'm stoked. I, I mean, I I would like, you know, to, to, to really speculate here. I, what I was just saying, I would like them to tie all that 70s weird Marvel stuff in. Could they bring Dracula in as a villain? Should they bring Dracula in as a villain? Is <laughs> is a better question. Yeah. I don't know. Is people gonna now? They already had Dracula in the original Blade trilogy, as we That's if right. you remember. Um, oh, will remember. they do something different? Um, I hope it's fun. I hope obviously it will be fun, and because uh, a lot of the Marvel movies are. Um, I yeah I just would like to see how he how uh, MCU Blade would be, you know. Mm-hmm. And what kind of villains they can put him up against, supernatural stuff. Obviously, vampires is his. Uh, I, I would love to see Morbius, Mor- Morbius the living vampire, which unfortunately I think belongs to Sony. Um, 
Uh, yeah, actually, I remember reading about that recently. Um, yeah, they I were going to have Jared Leto was... play him, which just, no. Uh, <laughs> Jared Leto, you're just, a great actor, but just, yeah, no, I don't think you're a great choice for this particular character. Um, um, yeah, I, I, so I don't know what they have in terms of villains mm-hmm. they could bring to it. Do you know what I mean? Like what they could do um that's why i thought back, it'd be cool uh, if he sort of he sort of uh uh you know yeah sorry what were you gonna say rebecca uh no i was gonna say bring back uh uh frost Deacon frost <laughs> yeah that'd be cool see i think what's cool is with this mcu stuff if you look at spider-man they did things that spider-man's never done yeah so I think that maybe this is something they could do a Blade or in or a potential Fantastic Four movie, which we'll get to. Um, yep. But uh, I guess I won't spend too much longer on this. But I would like to see what they'll do. Like maybe he fights the Wolfman or something weird like that. You know, there's a lot oh, of yeah. weird comics from the '70s. I was I thought Son of Satan was something they haven't done. Ghost Rider could come back. Oh, I'd love which would be Rider. really sweet because they have opening up this dark, you know, the, the sort of the Halloween characters, if you may, coming mm-hmm. in. Um, yeah, with, like the, with the monster verse, the monsters. Yeah, like with with um, with Blade and Doctor Strange. So I don't know, it'd be interesting. Yeah, I would like to see Wolfman actually because you yeah, he a was a character with... in it. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's, he he's popular for a while. The Tomb of you Dracula could do, era. Of... You could also sorry. The Tomb of Dracula era kind of stuff of, mm-hmm. of you could also uh, you could also do the Jackal, but that's I don't know if he's a he, he's up for Spider Man's yeah. jurisdiction, but uh, Jackal was a was a scientist who experimented with genetics, so it'd be kind of a neat way to kick off Blade's version of MCU, uh, or the, like the MonsterVerse kind of thing, and have like a yeah like a Jekyll Doctor Jekyll thing. Um, so yeah no i i I haven't read the blade comics but now i'm like i better do it you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean i i would like to see where they go with blade for sure um but i love i love blade i love the potential blade blade's a big character he's definitely he was a b-list character that could have gone a-list those blade movies really put him on the map uh before an mcu even existed uh you know one of the things i was talking to a casual fan a casual fan of the mcu and they were saying like they were saying like oh you know uh, I heard about this Marshall Ali announcement is playing Blade and they're like I don't know I'm so excited but like it's hard to top Wesley Snipes Blade movies oh yeah because- that was those were big back in the day I mean when it first came out I loved it yeah and like you know like like she was even saying like that that club scene the club fight scene is so hard to top from the first Blade movie like it's just so good right but. But yeah, it's it's tough. It's definitely tough. Yeah, I think they definitely give themselves a challenge with this phase. Mm-hmm. Um, now that being said, that being said, they do all these kick-ass announcements, and I. So to give you guys context, yes, my brother was was out doing some social stuff. He's seeing a movie, and so I had to send him minute by minute updates. That was the task I was given, and like the good brother I am, because. Not only is the show called Brother Scrim, but we are actually brothers. But um, I took the task of the the role, and I decided to send minute by minute updates of the announcements. And I had to follow it because one site would give you text updates, 
And it was the only way I could see these updates. So I sent him the, the minute by minute updates and, and apparently Kevin Feige at the end of the whole conference, he's like, he drops blade as like a movie. And then he's like, Oh yeah, don't worry. Like we're working on, uh, hold on. Let me find it here really quick. Uh, but he's like, we're working on fantastic Four. um, yeah, so he says Fantastic Four, Black Panther 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Captain Marvel 2 are all on the way. Yeah. And then he says one more big reveal, Marshall Ali will now star in a new Blade movie. And that's um that's it, it was pretty crazy, but like it was such a toss away like we're working on it. Yeah. And yeah. so I would have loved a Fantastic Four film, but apparently he even said, "Oh yeah, we're doing something with mutants as well." Yes, that's he all did. He said. Yes, he did. Um so I think for the rest of this podcast we we're not gonna address the Guardians of the Galaxy or the Captain Marvel or even the Spider Man stuff. The sequels. We don't need to address. We don't the sequels need to. Here. So we're gonna talk about Fantastic Four and mutants for a little while. Yep. Um, Fantastic Four. This is it. This was the moment we all I was been waiting for since mm, long time. Twenty ten years now. <laughs> I would say okay, no. I would say I would say the the kind of idea that that Fantastic Four should join the MCU. Yes, um, this was before the Fox merger. Mm-hmm. Was I think because like the one of the most genuine moments I remember, and it came up during uh, watching Endgame, was um, was watching the first Avengers movie, going to see the first. Yes, it was game changing. It was a game changing for movie. us. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've, I think before it came out, it's just the feeling. It, yeah, it was. It was just a huge game changer for for me because I don't think I was completely sold on the MCU yet. I, I had seen a mm-hmm. lot of misses, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, the first Iron Man I liked. Um, I didn't. Um, I didn't even go see Hulk. I saw it way later. Um, and then um, Iron Man 2 came out. I really liked Iron Man 2, and I was kind of like, everyone else kind of thought it was stupid. So I was like, oh, I guess it's bad. But I still loved it. Um, yeah. And then Captain America came out. Oh, no, and then it was Thor, right? And then Captain America. Yeah, it was Thor, and Thor Captain America came was out, the last and one. I didn't like, didn't love it. Didn't love <laughs> the first Thor movie. I thought, oh, it's cool, I guess. And then Captain America came out. I loved Captain America. I thought it was so yeah. good. And then yeah. we finally got Avengers. And when I walked out of that movie, I was blowing away. Blowing. Yeah. I was just like, they did it. Yep. They did it. And I think yeah. ever since that, I was like, I would love to see the Fantastic Four in this universe. I would love to see the X-Men, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's it, right? Like, and and that kind of started. I'm pretty sure that movie kind of kickstarted the idea. And I remember we were talking about like, oh, is the Shatari really the Shatari? Or are they? Like, yeah, we scrolls? thought they're Cree or the Scrolls. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we did think that that. And uh, and so my my theory, my like, we talked about the theory here, and I'm really banking on Future Foundation because. It just fits in the Stark like legacy kind of category mm-hmm. and cap. Like it just fits, kind of fits all three. Because they got to build the, a new, yeah, like a new um, Avengers kind of thing, right? Yeah. And I think like the Future Foundation is the way to go. Um, and I think the Fantastic Four is so necessary 
because if Doctor Strange is exploring the multiverse, which is kind of like, you know, just looking at different times and, you know, and, and going into exploring space and, or sorry, uh, the mind and the soul kind of thing, you need to kind of scientifically explain it. So you, you're you going to need, I think, Fantastic Four, the weirder you get, Fantastic Four are going to try to be the ones, you know, bridging that gap because you need you need that. Um, it didn't work with Jane Foster and Thor because Jane Foster really, the story was really focused on Thor's humanity and for someone to scientifically explain why Thor exists doesn't explain like why he should be a more human person. Um, I think that, I think that the Fantastic Four now kind of need to document and, and chronicle everything that's happened in the MCU and, and, and try to predict what could happen in the MCU kind of thing. So I, I really want to see how, like, I, I just really want fantastic four. I just, I can't, ex- I can't explain enough. Like X-Men, I'm willing to wait. I'm very patient about mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but fantastic four. I just, I feel like, like there's this window and they need to get them out there for that window. Just misses it completely. I agree. Um, what could be said there's so much i think it's going to be a real challenge like like i said before on the the beginning of our last podcast um it's going to be a huge challenge for them to to figure out how to fit them into the current universe yeah and then make the average movie goer forget the other films and Mm -hmm. i think Fangy, what he's saying, I'm loving. Um, for, I got a little quote here from him. He already Ooh. told he's bringing Marvel's first family, uh, first family, up to the platform and level they deserve. Mm-hmm. That's the quote I took. And yeah, I think he, he's obviously taking it very seriously. Um, yeah. So you want to do them right. They are really the. You know, for me reading the comics, they're the first ones that start this whole Marvel Universe thing back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing them right is going to be, I think, like I said, a challenge. Um, things I'm super excited about be Reed Richards for sure. Yeah. How are they going to do Reed Richards? Yeah. And uh, thing I'm so stoked for. I I just. I can't believe it. Like he is going to be so good if done for correctly, you know, he yeah. has, he's the perfect personality for the MCU. Could you imagine like thing and rocket hanging out or oh, thing yeah. and Thor hanging out thing and Hulk hanging out? Like, dude, it would be amazing. Absolutely. Like I could totally see what you're talking about because um, a lot of the times in the comics, you'll see you'll see thing like playing poker with uh, <laughs> with uh, other yeah. characters. And yeah, stuff like yeah. That. And and you kind of you kind of get a hint of it in in uh, Endgame with Thor hanging out with Korg and Meek, and they're playing games and drinking beer. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. Like that's the it's the downtime that thing is really going to sell. Oh, in yeah. the in the in the kind of Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, he's and lazy, that's why he's chill. Yeah, and yeah, it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing. Like, because like the other thing is Fantastic Four kind of connects a lot of things. Because oh, like yeah. the scrolls, right? 
yeah, right now the only thing that's connecting the multiverse is Ant Man and explaining the quantum realm. Like that's yeah. really the only anchor point. Could they do that? The Fantastic Four, then they could do them all set up because the Fantastic Four could be from another timeline where they're trying to fix some big problem, much like uh, Endgame, where they're you know uh, where they're oh, fixing. That is huge... so clever. Yeah, I just came oh to you talking God. about stuff where they're trying to fix another problem. Can they, you know, can they come into this universe and be like, oh man, like Spider-Man's here or something like that, or you know, we, you know, we're back into you know what because they do crazy shit like that. Part of my friends, French there, but um, they do mm-hmm. crazy stuff like that in the comics, right? Like Fantastic Four is um that's what they do they do crazy things like travel multiverse or travel into other dimensions and on all that stuff so i'm interested to see how what kind of versions of the characters they'll do um you know Mm -hmm. will they go for an ultimate version or will they now tend tenderly in in the mcu they don't usually do they do a merger of the entire history of the character which i love so um that would be cool right but my problem with that is how cool that sounds to us, like super fans. Is that something a general audience is going to understand? The people in the back of the theater. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for my terminology, as I call them. Yeah. Who yeah. they do uh, make these movies for sometimes. Hmm. Yeah. No. They're. They're. Yeah. Exactly. Like I. Like that's the thing. I personally feel Captain Marvel was was made for a casual audience. I don't think it was. Yeah. There wasn't a, there was a bit of, there was a bit of kind of the core character there. I think like I'm, yeah, I love the comic Captain Marvel comics and there was a bit of the core character there, but they kind of muddied it up or kind of blanded it out through, you know, kneading through the threads of the MCU and trying different things. Yeah. Um, I yeah, thought exactly. it'd be cool if they just made her the original Captain Marvel. Like, yeah, like I mean, who cares? Let's just do it. Let's just make her the original Captain Marvel and merge yeah. the original, um, you know, character with Carol Danner, Danvers somehow. Um, you yeah. know, which at times it seemed like they were going to do it, but they didn't. And then it just kind of didn't really work. But eh, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, no, but I think I think the only uh, the only issue. Like, okay, so, yeah, so in terms of that, like, going back to the point, yeah, I don't think Captain Marvel was made for hardcore comic book fans. I think it was meant for uh, catching in a new audience, and I think that's going to be the the same with Shang-Chi. Yeah, a lot of these films, yeah, totally. Yeah, a lot of these films don't have a very, like, that's what I was talking about with, like, for example, like, The Eternals. There's not a lot of anchors. Yeah, there's The Eternals is another one, yeah, we were saying before. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. you You could do what you want and deviate a lot from the comics and people won't like there will be probably a, an extreme minority like myself that would be yeah like, that would be like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, well i mean if you look at it from a comic book perspective yeah thank <laughs> you Saying she is going to be a good bridge because you still have Mandarin, and Mandarin's still going to play. Yeah, that, yeah. That I, I'm always interested in how they're going to like. That's what I think. I'm interested with those movies is how they're going to take classic characters and put them into those situations. So. Yeah. So. So yeah. So uh, so you really got like. 
four and a half films that are really going to anchor in the hardcore comic book fans, which is Black Widow, Fa the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Sang-Chi on terms of the Mandarin, Doctor Strange, and then Thor. Um, and Hawkeye is definitely going to be, I think it's definitely going to be something more for the casual audience as well. Okay, um, yeah. but, but, but with Fantastic Four, my only concern is, is that, yeah, it's, it's, you really, this is definitely has to be a comic book audience building film. Like it's, I agree. You, you cannot do Fantastic Four. I want to see them do it right because the yeah. last movies that haven't done it justice at all. Well, you know, to be fair the to the original ones, yeah, you know they they I mean, tried, but they made some decisions that were really bad. Yeah, I mean, like here's the thing: like they, <laughs> Kevin Feige knows how not to. So yeah, it's, exactly. It's it was just it's really it's with the Spider Man. What they the luxury they have with Spider Man too. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, they knew exactly what not to do for Spider Man. Yep, and I think I think, but the only issue I have with your multiverse theory, which I do love, I do love the idea of like, let's just have them come in from a different multiverse. Like that's brilliant. Like there's no need for an origin story there. Like they can just tell their story, um, and the beauty of it is they just kind of roll right into it, right? Um, but the only issue I have with that is is that they were never in the MCU to begin with, right? Yeah, like, that's that, a good that's point. A yeah. And that's a problem because you need to have like I think like t in order to have like a really outstanding movie uh which which proven which has proven to work which is you got to loop them in somehow which they did it with Hank Pym they they looped him in right they just yeah he was there for the Cold War which was brilliant oh my god having Ant-Man take place during the Cold War so good yeah like, I love that, that. That's, yeah that's a, yeah. that's another one they they deviated really away from mm -hmm. Ant-Man the character Ant-Man as we know him in the comics and but br brought it in in a nice way you know yeah well the, and and then talk about passing the torch like you still got you still got Hank Pym like you still got the Hank Pym you know and love um and you see the elements of what made him incredible in the comics which was his anger issues um and oh his, yeah like, definitely Yep, brilliant mind and like his like people trying to steal his formula like you have it all there um and so even in um even in uh whatchamacallit oh man i hang him oh man i totally lost it. anyway so but talk about passing the torch there and that was a brilliant way to to loop him in but you also have to um so yeah you have to do it with fantastic four as well so how are you going to do it with fantastic four and i think personally you either do it like I think you either do it that they were scientists that worked for the government and during the Infinity War they were like studying like in my mind the evidence is there in the sense of like if you wanted to look at it they were studying the cosmic events of the Infinity War and mm -hmm. they took a shuttle they took a shuttle into space during Infinity War and all of a sudden you know when the cosmic they, blast of the of the the snap yeah yeah and then you then you have your fantastic Four. i mean you got it all set up <laughs> you do you do but and then the only they're thing... kind of developed they're kind of changed by the the stones in a weird way there right right and and because the the other evidence i have for that is is that the stone the mind stone gave gave birth if you will to the, a couple the heroes in the in the verse already yeah 
Yeah, it gave birth gave birth to the twins and it gave birth to Vision. So um it's 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 possible to do it that way as well. But the problem is is like first of all, what age do you make Fantastic Four mm-hmm. in the Marvel mm-hmm. Cinematic Universe? Do you yeah. make them older? Do you make them younger? Yeah, right? Are you going um, ultimate or are you going classic? Exactly. And so I love but I love your idea. Like absolutely love your idea of just having them but if, if I were to in do the it, comics would have done that. Yeah, and I, I think the interesting thing is... He would have been I, the Iron Man of another universe. Yeah, and I think the best way to do it, actually, would be if we were to do it your way, um, kind of like our director approach here, uh, if we were to do it your way, I would say they can't go back to their universe. Yeah, yeah. So they have, they have to, to They have to live in this MCU. They that would be to. tough for them. <laughs> <laughs> Be tough, yeah. but yeah, I got that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're like, right. Like, like, or like, uh, like Galactus maybe beat them, and and yeah, no. they're trying to figure it out how to to get back to normal, and there's nothing they can do, so they're just like, yeah, they're figuring something out. Yeah, um, that would be great. I mean, again, uh, I think that a general audience is going to be very confused by that, maybe. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I. I it depends where we're going in the future of these films. This, I mean, this is a couple years away, this movie. Yeah. Is, and I can't wait to see it. Um, well, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because you have, in the current Phase 4 lineup, you have, and I still still am holding that, because that, D23 is coming up. So You're hoping um, to get some more news. I'm hoping to get some more Phase 4 news because... Here's here's what I think. You have Black Widow, so you have a movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it this way. You have Black Widow is a movie. So you have movie, then you have Disney Plus, then you have movie, then you have movie, Disney Plus, movie, and then you have Disney Plus, Disney Plus, Disney Plus movie. So clearly there's an area in twenty twenty one after Doctor Strange uh where you get nothing but streams. Mm-hmm. So clearly they're holding something there. Because, like, what if is an animated? Uh, it's going to be an animated series, okay? Which leaves Loki and Hawkeye, but they're so far apart. They're spring and fall, and then what if comes out in the summer? Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, um, in my mind, something's going to happen in 2021 that they're going to add a movie in there. Add another movie. Yeah, I think they're going to add because, like, you don't like, okay, so May 7th, 2021 is Doctor Strange, and you don't see anything till November. Yeah, but they also have Shang-Chi that year, too. So that's three movies. Mm, yes, but Shang-Chi will be finished production in 2021. So okay. that's true. You, 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 you stumped me on that one, but. Um, um, yeah, I think we're looking at 2022. <laughs> Maybe 2023 or 4. 2024, bro? Maybe. 2024, yeah. No, it could easily be like like after Thor. We're in the Thunder. 2020s now. <laughs> so many sci-fi movies take place in this time frame. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. Um, uh, but uh, I think after Thor, Love and Thunder, we'll probably see a Fantastic Four. 
Mm-hmm. And then plus, there's a Black Black Panther movie and uh, Guardians yeah, and Spider Man, and so and a Captain Marvel. So mm-hmm. I think um, we got a little while. We got a little while. And I think they should take their time. I think two interesting stories they could do with Fantastic Four because they have the ability to do it, is when Fantastic Four meets Spider Man. And when Fantastic Four meets Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, oh, totally. Um, I think Black Panther's a really cool time to introduce a couple of characters. I know there's been a few rumors. Um, what what you want. hearing these days? Well, I heard a lot of rumors what they wanted to do, and honestly, we know nothing, so this is pure speculation. Pretty much, we've already been doing it. But mm-hmm. um, I think Black Panther would be sweet to introduce Doctor Doom. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Doctor Doom or Namor, because Namor and Black Panther don't get along. Mm-hmm. And there was a what what we believe uh, us true believers to uh, uh, in in the in it is uh, when in Endgame there's that scene where Okoye is like oh uh, there's an earthquake off the side of you know I think it was I think it was in the Atlantic. By Africa, yep. And, yep, and and then she and then like um, Black Widow's like, oh yeah, what do we got on that? And she's like, well, it's an earthquake in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was like, and like a lot of us true believers, if you may, were just like, uh, oh my God, is that Namor? You know, mm-hmm. because Namor would have been affected by the snap. Yep. Oh, he would be pissed too. Yeah, because I know he's very passionate about his. Uh, well, yeah. like you look you at surface you look, dwellers have done it. <laughs> yeah, you darn surface <laughs> you dwellers. surface dwellers, I'll get you. And then does that mean are we gonna get a Namor movie later on? Um, so, you know. Well, okay. Here's how, because like here's how I can look at how they can loop in Doctor Doom with Black Panther, which is because Black Panther is in the first one is all about, um, is all about keeping the technology the the vibranium technology in Wakanda, right? Like that was the whole thing. That was a whole thing. That was a whole movie. And now that it's out there or like, or black, black Panther or, um, Oh my God. T'Challa goes to the United nations. Like, yeah, we're here where this is what we do. Yeah. What if you, what if you did a sequel where Doctor Doom goes to United Nations and does the same thing? Oh, I, that has been a dream of mine forever. Thank you <laughs> for doing that. That's actually how I envisioned the character coming to it. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be so cool. Like have him come in with the armor, like the. Armor I, I thought it would be cool. Is the, I I said this probably. I think I might have said this in a previous podcast. I I sorry I don't remember, but maybe yeah. I did. Maybe I didn't. But um, I would like to see, like, um, like someone who is the ambassador of Latveria come to the United oh, Nations and yeah. say that we got a problem. You know, there's mm. like, then there's, we got this guy who believes he is our ruler, but he is not. And he is enslaving our people, or whatever, or something like that. Oh, that would be so and cool! I'd be, like, oh, I'd be all... And then I think it would be cool if it turns out that that guy actually is Doctor Doom in some way, or something cool like that. He's like a Doom bot, or something, and it's part of his plan 
for whatever reason. Oh my god, that'd to be get such people a good to to come, so like eventually they can see, or they can say, "We have a superhero of our own." You can do like a, a Mysterio thing. Yeah, he calls himself no. Doctor. No, you're How losing cool me on that, that one. <laughs> no, 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 you're losing yeah, me on yeah. that. No. Victor Von Doom. No. <laughs> No, no, but think about it this way. Think about it this way. What? Because like Black Panther was talking about an outreach program. What if? What if in the United Nations, Latveria asks for uh, an outreach? Yeah, that would be sweet. And I mean, then, I don't know. Then, I, it's uh, it, the ball is in their cart, court. They can do whatever they want. Um, yeah. And um, and I, know, I think that you know, I, there's I a think, lot of this hip hop music in in Black Panther. Have yeah. you heard of this music? Um, <laughs> yes. I am a fan. Sorry. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think most hip hop people or rap fans are, are familiar with Marvel characters because they're constantly referenced in a lot of hip hop. Um, yep. One being Dr. Doom for sure. Um, Absolutely. And even, you know, like they're, they're my, one of my favorite rappers, um, MF Doom. So, you know, mm-hmm. people are familiar with it. So I thought it'd be cool. It'd be cool to introduce them. I think it would work. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they got planned, right? We don't know what they want to do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I think the smart thing to do is is to have Doom just be a villain in, in numerous movies just to make him yeah, become a Yeah, that way it threat. sets him up for Secret Wars too, right? If yeah. If, if going on our whole speculation thing. Yeah, I mean, and again, guys, if you want to see the best iteration of Doctor Doom I have ever seen definitely watch uh avengers earth mighty's heroes the second season first episode it's called the private war of dr doom it's so good oh <laughs> uh, but but again like i think he should be like this returning villain this overall oh definitely villain. he should be the that, big bad the next big bad he's oh, gonna be the sure. next thanos i thought too like i was th- i was i was going i was working out the other day and i actually was thinking about it too if he was to be the next thanos like maybe he was interested in what Thanos did. He thought maybe hey, that was a pretty cool idea, you know, or he like, or has a, a similar quest to become a God or something like yep. that. Even yep. though that Thanos didn't really have, I guess Thanos was questing to be a God or he is on a spiritual journey through the Marvel universe to do something, but he never really, he didn't really say he wanted to be a God, but that's in the comics. That's kind of what it is. It would be cool if Dr. Doom was, yeah, was his quest. no, I mean, he was trying but to if, become a, a god. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, though, looking at the lineup, he could, Doctor Doom could easily be in Black Widow. He could be definitely in Falcon Winter Soldier. He, he could be in anything, yeah. I he don't think they'll in, introduce him that early, but no. but it is definitely a possibility, yeah. Yeah, you could, uh, well, like, I, like, for sure, like, he could be in, uh, yeah, could be in Black Panther, but, uh, in terms of these movies that we have right now, he could easily be introduced in Shang Chi, Black Widow, or even a Hawkeye, for that matter. Like you could, you could go a few different ways if you wanted to, um, or even one division. It's definitely possible. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't know. Um, I, I mean, in my mind, Doctor Doom. It like instead of doing a solo movie, just make him like a big like yeah, like a Thanos overarching villain that could have like numerous appearances, which would be perfect. It's a very doom. That's a very doomed move to do. So, yep. Uh, I'm very, I'm, yeah, I'm very curious to see what they're going to do. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, X Men, 
X Men can be easily introduced. I find. I think that's gonna. That's not gonna be a a hard challenge to loop them in. X Men. Yeah, I don't. I don't um, well, uh, yes and no. I think. Um, I think it would be. I think what they have to do is do something different. Yeah. I think um, if you were going to bring back Wolverine and Storm and Cyclops and all that, that we want to see, I don't think it would be a good idea to do it right away. I think no, we talked about I... this before, and we we said that um, you know it's good to do something different, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I could easily argue like you could. You could do it so many ways. Like you could, you could call the the cosmic bang event like the the big bang that gave the birth to mutants and like alternate alternate or oh god, uh, changing the DNA. Yeah, like maybe the if, if you go on that whole cosmic theory, it could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. And then and but like in terms of like introducing X Men, you could do um, you know like the whole Jubilee story. You know. Oh yeah, she hasn't been done. Really. Yeah. Yeah, you could, or I could even argue you could do, uh, yeah, like the government, the government's uh, registering the the government, uh, the Sokovia Accords. They're now like enlisting people with superhuman powers to to join the army, kind of thing, kind of like a re- resurrection of World War Two against this fight against the, these new threats. And they're pulling in all these mutants, and then you have then you have the X Men break into the government's building and destroy the Sokovia Accords. Like, yeah, you could, I'd love to so see that. Many ways. Yeah, I'd love to see so the Brotherhood ways. of Mutants. Uh, uh, the, not Brotherhood of Mutants. Um, um, it's just Magneto and stuff. Uh, but, um, God, what's the other ones? You know, the, the other... in, the, in, in, the, in the in the TV show? Here, yeah, I need more to work with. Who are Who's in the... Give me, give me members of the faction. Um, they're just like humans. They're like the people who hate mutants. Oh, the friends of humanity. The friends of humanity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I thought it would be cool to do that. Uh, oh, I would love that story. Yeah, that that one was done so well. So dark, but so good, mm-hmm. and so like of our times too. So I think it would be really interesting to do that. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say with mutants, which I mean, I love X Men. There's no secret that X Men and Fantastic Four, I think, were my favorite comics as a kid. So, my favorite characters too. So, um, this is kind of a dream come true in a weird way. So it is. It is very much a dream come true, and it's 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 with Fantastic Four. This is why this is why I think we talk Fantastic Four the most because. Fantastic Four, it's like it's like two weeks before Christmas. You know Christmas is coming. You know <laughs> yeah. what you want. Yeah. But you don't know what you're gonna get. Yes, and, exactly. And yeah. that's the feeling right now of Fantastic Four. And I mean, there's so many ways you could do it. And I think Fantastic Four are definitely necessary because um because with Cap Thor well, Thor's still in it, but with Cap and Iron Man out of the way, you definitely want some real i like you really want to have an iconic hero presence that resonates as strong as falcon winter soldier black panther spider-man like the, it's just it's it's time it's time i can't stress it enough and I, I i wish i could find the words to just like this is what they need to do but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but we will have to wait and see. We sure will. But uh, but who knows? D23 is coming up soon, so maybe some new announcements come up that will give us a, a podcast for another time. Yeah. So All right. that, I think <laughs> that's, that's I think it. that sums it up nicely. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this has been another episode of Brother Scrim. Thank you.